Let's get it cracking. I got my voice back, everybody. Lego. <laughs> about to be a show <laughs> welcome to the man hater eater club no, <laughs> this is another episode of two chicks and tonight mm-hmm. we don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah God, last week was bad man it's been no. a week bad no we're not but uh we got we got a few things that we could uh, uh, uh talk about well let's hear it um so let's start off with lebron james and the cleveland cavaliers so long farewell like queen design goodbye <laughs> man Man, look, you know I wasn't paying no attention <laughs> to that fucking. I didn't get into it until the short set, but until yeah, the short set. that shit was like, and we're done. So I am highly disappointed in LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I am not a fan of yours. However, I expected more of you. Yeah, damn, we couldn't get five games. At and I was out Friday, so I couldn't even catch it. At least five games. Like, so what they are saying, or what LeBron is saying, is that after game one, when he was furious at J.R. Smith, he punched a whiteboard in the locker room with his right hand, which caused a few um, fractures in his hand. And so, anytime he was not visible to the public or, like, at, um, let's say, media time or doing press conferences or, like, recorded practices, he would have on a soft cast. But every other time, he didn't wear a cast because he didn't He didn't want... have on no soft cast when he snatched that purse off that table. <laughs> <laughs> and put them glasses on. His hand wasn't hurting Because <laughs> he sure... Took his time and was like, let me get my shit. keys in my bag. And- time to go. <laughs> I'm done. And he looked, he said, like he said something to the crowd, like, no, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he said that Damn. he was wearing a soft cast and outside of all of that. And he didn't want to bring any extra attention to his injury. And that's what's really was wrong with him. He didn't want to bring no extra attention. 
should sit down in a purse. <laughs> <laughs> I would have rather saw the South cast. Like, that would have made more sense. Oh, like, damn, what's wrong with saying, bro? Man, that's bull crap. Now, I hate to be that one. And I hate when people be like, who's a better player? Mm-hmm. MJ or LeBron? Mm-hmm. But, hate to be old school. But Jordan played a whole game. That with, nigga almost died. With the flu. Almost He wasn't talking died. about, I just was kind of lay low because I didn't want the attention to be on me because I had the flu. No. No, nigga. He was like, I got to play this fucking game. We about to play this fucking game and we about to win. And then carry me out and give me an IV. Jordan, damn, I'm telling you, he damn near died. Scotty Pippen was holding him up. Up. At I the end of that how game. Many points he had for the flu game. Cause let's see. This nigga had 38 points. But in game five of the NBA Finals. Now this it was I forgot it was the fucking NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So But I'm not gonna just blame LeBron. I mean, he mm-hmm. can't be there's no iron team. There is no iron team. However, that and there's five is, people that's supposed to play. That is correct, and they were playing. However, in the last game, that nigga was just gave up. Uh, he was not playing to full LeBron, and I don't know if his hand hurt. He was mad or whatever. All of it. Probably he, he had a temper tantrum, and so he whatever had they right lost. So now the um, go to state Warriors have won a third championship. Kevin Durant, MVP, two years in a row. Um, and Draymond is still an asshole. And I'm pretty sure come next basketball season, we're going to hear, I'm taking my talents to Golden State. I don't think he's going to go to Golden State. I think that that would be too... Too 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 obvious? Yeah, that ain't going to work out. So How many rings does LeBron have? I think he got three. He's three for six. Oh, he got okay. a, Wait, no... He's Two? got three three out of uh, he got three rings. He lost six times, and um, so that yeah nine times to the finals. Yeah, yeah. The final three. score was one hundred eight to eighty five. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That was that was LeBron. <laughs> I don't get after that fourth quarter. He was like, I don't give a oh, fuck. Oh, he didn't even play like the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. I think it was like seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, and he was like, you know what? I'm just gonna sit on the bench. I'm, it's over. Damn. Put some dude in. I had never heard of before. I was like, who is this nigga? Oh, but at least he's trying. Go here, boy. Bro, <laughs> he like, man, look, this my moment. But yeah, I was highly disappointed in that series. I really didn't think. It was gonna be a sweep. No, man, no. But well, um, it was your boy Kanye's birthday the other day. It was, and um, he had a cool little party out in California. Two chains was there. That's his um, best friend. I don't believe that's his best friend. <laughs> um, two chains was there. Quavo was there. Pusha T was there. All the Jenner Kardashians, I think, were there. Of course. You know, he and he was very excited. Did they have a lot of balloons and flowers like they always? Um, I won't say flowers. His cake was made out of like 
it looked like the mountains in his uh, album cover. Yeah, because then he had his party in... No, that was a listening party he had in Wyoming. Yeah, okay. yeah, a listening party in Wyoming. So what was this party? It was in Calabasas? Yeah, it was in Calabasas. And they had an illusionist there. No, a mentalist there. So, like, mentalists, they can read, like, your thoughts or see things in your brain. But they can also, I don't want to say they um, use their mind powers <laughs> <laughs> to do tricks. So, like, Tiana Taylor was there. And basically, he made, like, there's videos of, like, him making her fall back. And she, the first time he did it, she was like, whoa, bro, nah. Like, she came up out that shit real quick. You know what that just made me think of? What? Dana for Smucks. I, I never saw that movie. With, um. It's to do with Steve Carell, right? Yeah. I know he's in it. I just never And saw the other movie. guy from uh, Hangover, the weird one. Oh, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. So, he... Play like a mind controller, mm. <laughs> and then Steve Carell played like uh, they end up having like this mind reader, mind controller, like battle. Oh, god, and they were like, pew, 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 <laughs> girl. So, when you said that, that made me think of that, but yeah, yeah, I'm gonna uh, have to watch that movie now that you said that. It's dumb as hell. Have you ever watched the cartoon Rick and Morty? I've heard of it, but I like, never watched it. what they look like. Have you no. Heard? Okay, so somehow Kim Kardashian got the animators um, from Rick and Morty to write him a birthday song because that's his favorite show. Oh, okay. I'm like, why? I can see that. We like, that's a Gemini shit. We like childish shit. Hey, Morty, it's Kanye's birthday today, Morty. It's so what weird, though. It's like weird. Kanye's birthday time. They getting up under the sheets. What kind of corny? <laughs> Next, so I don't. Weird. I have no. I'm. I'm not sober. <laughs> And or in my right mind enough to appreciate that. Like, no, it was so. I, no, I, I should say I'm too sober and yeah. in my right mind to appreciate that. Yeah. So, yeah, he looked. I was looking at the pictures. I think no, I was watching Kim's Insta story, um, and I've never seen Kanye smile so much in my life. Like, I really love to see. Yeah. Did you say my family like, feud? Yes, I watched it. He was so happy good and happy. And he was telling jokes. Right. Kanye is fine, y'all. He gonna be all right. Yeah. I he mean, he had his, he, it's his he had his medicine. Oh, he, he, he wore his medicine. That, he not wore. He took his medicine. You sure you sober, my nigga? He took his <laughs> medicine. I know, but I was thinking about that jacket. That he had on there yeah. with you. He looked hot as hell. That jacket was a little big. Hey, yo, what about his cousin, Kim, that kept, like, flirting Getting with flirt, girl. Oh, Kim had to tell her, uh, my mom is probably gonna say something to right. She was like, my mom and Marjorie are cool best friends. Like, slow your fucking roll. Chill, be chill. I know you supposed to like have fun. Right. It was all of fun. It was when she rubbed his head. Though Steve was like, oh, too far. Right. (laughs) Too far. (laughs) No, the funniest part was. Oh, Fast Money, when Kim was doing it, and he was like, 
name a body part you bump things bump into things with all the time and she, she said, said your oh. butt i'm like no nigga no <laughs> but then when they was about to review the answers he looks back at the camera, the cameraman, <laughs> and they did this shot where all you saw was her butt eye holly. She's like, no, seriously? I right. really I was like, with my butt. Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> no, but nobody else does. Like, she fucking knee. Like, your right, toe. Your toe, right. Like, don't nobody run in the shit with their butt? Like, what the? <laughs> Girl. Oh, but it was so cute. I was, I really enjoyed the episode. Yeah, with you. Even though Kim and Kanye lost, they still. I thought it was still, nice that they uh, let them do it. Yeah, because they really um, watched the show. Right. They enjoyed the show. Um, speaking of big butts, um, Drake got a new booty or boo or whatever you want to call her. I was hoping you would. Hey. <laughs> we gotta talk about this because this thing is ridiculous. You saw the pictures of her. Yes. Look at this video. I'm gonna let you watch this video, and then I'm posted on two chicks so the people can see it. But this video is not cute at all. If y'all can see C face, so first of all. Her name on Instagram is Z Mina Or. And um, she was seen leaving a restaurant with Drake, I guess, last night or whatever. I know he like them. And I don't um, say nothing. She had on some tribal print pants with a black tank top um, and a tacky straw purse. And. Um, <laughs> I remember. I saw all of it. I ain't got her no bag yet. She ain't bad status yet, probably. You ain't see the tacky little purse. Look. I kept looking at. I kept scrolling past. You know me. I scroll past some shit. Look at this tacky shit. Like what, what is, is that? that? The whole get up. <laughs> she just looked tacky. Girl. But what everybody is talking about is her ass, which. Looks fucking ridiculous. So we all know I'm that so over the fake asses. Like I want women to learn how to love and appreciate the bodies they have. I am not shaming those who have procedures done no. because y'all have heard me say over and over again, and I will continue to say, if I get a bag, I'm going to the chop shop. <laughs> And I'm going to be like nip and tuck. But. <laughs> however. However. <laughs> I still want to look natural. Realistic. Realistic. And like this shit is getting out of hand and it's going too far. I'm over it. She looks fucking terrible. So it looks um, like I called her air mattress in one of the group chats that I'm in because it legitimately looks like you blew her butt up, but your air pump stopped working. So it started to flatten. It's like flat and I'm over spot. it. But then her tits are so fucking fake and big. Like, come on, Drake. We know you like them thick. Right. We know, but it's so many naturally thick, beautiful mommies out here. Shorty look bad. And I'm trying not to talk about her face. 
I was I I don't want to do it. But she ain't the prettiest thing in the I out there. Drake, you deserve better. I want to. We do know it. that you can't achieve better. At one point, you almost what? pulled like, Rihanna. What's going on? Like it is some hottie full body, mamacitas. Mm. It is some some bad ass sisters, whatever yes. women. Yes, it is some fat in the industry that's not in the industry. That's just like if you want a regular degular girl, you don't want to deal with a, a industry trick. Yeah, whatever. It's some regular degular girls out here who are bad mm-hmm. and they're bringing it and they have something to bring to the table. And I just feel like. Is something going on? What's his name? Aubrey and Aubrey's yeah. mind. Maybe he still think he the goofy dude. I think Aubrey don't have no real friends. That's what I think. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I think he still thinks he's the goofy dude. And he can't pull. This nigga know he could get any pussy out there. I just feel like he falls. Maybe he goofy. don't. Oh man, I feel like he needs some real friends around. There's some guys out there. There's guys out there. There's guys out there who will avoid the chicks that they got to do some work for. Oh my god! And not to say that she not easy. I'm not saying she easy, but it's just like yeah, it's gonna be a benefit to her. Yeah. To be with him than it is for him to be to her. I don't know what this chick do. None of that. She looked like an instant thought too, but I don't know. I don't know what she do. I ain't nobody said nothing like, oh, she no. such and such and such and such and such, such, such. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, hair boutiques and don't call. Uh, but, but, all I'm saying is, it's some chicks like, I would love to see him. Like, you got, like I said, it could be a regular degular. Find you an executive chick, a CEO chick, just something. something. I don't even get. You know what? I wouldn't even give a fuck if she was an Insta- Instagram model type chick. Mm-hmm. At least find a bad one that people gonna be like. Cause there's some cute ones out there. It's. I follow a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Man, it's some cute ones out there. That happen to it's, be natural. It's some cute porn stars out there. Mm-hmm. Well, now, Fina took us there. Um, maybe, yes, there are. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, it's something that's got themselves together. Come on now. They're taking their porn money and they're using it. <laughs> they're using it wisely. Like, it's just some chicks out there. And I don't even give a shit if she do have a fake ass. But at least let that shit, like, let it be a look. Not a... Kablamo! Not a boom. Like her shit sound like it's got a sound effect. <laughs> Where she walk? Boing, boom, boom, boom. Like it just. <laughs> we are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> we just... said this bitch got sound effects when she walk. Man, look. All right, speaking of boom. He should have been in Exotica in Chicago Friday. He could have pulled a couple of them. <sighs> speaking of booties. I got another one. Now, this booty I was never expecting to see bare on the interwebs. Oh. However, <laughs> Beyonce and Jay-Z. But did she share her bare ass? Oh, wait a minute. I thought I think I did see a picture with her. I'm standing on the beach. 
she showed her whole ass on the beach. But like I was saying, Jay-Z and Beyonce, I guess in prep for their tour, as part of their tour, I don't think, whatever. but I, I think that that was like maybe in a tour book or something. Yes. It was tour, in a tour book. A tour book. So people paying for that. They paying to see these uncomfortable ass pictures of Jay-Z and Beyonce. Now the one where like There's, he hold her and he bare chested. That is not safe. I did not you know have to see. Night safe for work. That's not safe for me. Cause I just I like can't I don't at, first I of can't all look at Jay like that. First of all, I did Jay. Mm, Jay ain't sexy. Ain't shit about Jay. I Jay. love Jay, and I used to. I used oh, to be. God. I used to be attracted yeah. to Jay. Oh, what is wrong with you? But like that picture, the camel. You were attracted to. Yes, the camel. I was. It was his swag. I loved his swag. Which Jay Z are we talking about? We talk. I'm talking. Is this pre Black album Jay Z or post? Post. Okay, because he got himself together. Yeah, oh, no, definitely black, not. After the blackout. Not, not pre. <laughs> not. Not reasonable doubt, Jay-Z. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not Life of Times of Sean Carter, Jay-Z, but nah. the black album. Nah. I got my Yankee. Blueprint. Blue, okay. Blueprint, Jay-Z. <laughs> That's. I was like, I had like, I thought I had a frame picture of him and everything. It was dope. But (laughs) to see him shirtless, like it just seemed a little. The nigga looked uncomfortable. A little cushiony. Cause it's Jay Z. That nigga don't work. That don't. That nigga don't even look like he know where the gym is in the house. I was like, just like Beyonce disappeared for like two hours. He don't know where she go, but she come back sweating and say she went to the gym, and he don't know where the gym at at the crib. Ah, like <laughs> yeah, that was the only picture I didn't like. I I loved love love the picture of them laying in the bed and she was reading the paper and he mm. was like, cause I didn't have to see all of him. So I was yeah, fine with that. That wasn't so terrible. And I was okay. I was okay with seeing the back shot of her standing on the beach, like because it wasn't like... it wasn't embraceable. Like, come on, y'all. We like somebody else. Kim Kardashian. We could go there. Yeah. Every time you turn around, tits and ass. Tits and ass. Tits and, for no fucking reason. It's a Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Oh, you like this picture, Kanye? I'll and it's going straight to the gram. They didn't post these pictures to the gram. No. People who were frantic and had the book posted it to the gram. And they circulated in right. the social media. So I don't have a problem with it. I didn't have an issue with it. I told you somebody called me a crazy feminist about it. Yes. Which I thought was hilarious. Girl, I said, first of all. Tell them, tell them what was posted and did. First of all, dude, you don't know me from a can of paint. True. And he posted, he didn't post a picture. He posted something on the lines of how can you let your wife um, pose nude? You're you're not a billionaire. You're a billionaire pimp. And you're not a man. Oh, I found it. Hold on. Oh, you found it? Did I screenshot it? Yeah, we was texting about it. Oh! It was, uh, it says... No, quote-unquote, husband will let his wife pose nearly naked and visually unprotected. That's only a pimp. He's not masculine. He is a pimp. He is not healthy. He is a pimp. He is not a man. He is a pimp. Billionaire, okay. Billionaire, pimp. 
And I responded with let, let <laughs> question, mark. question mark. He didn't let her do anything. They agreed on it. She and, let him in the pictures. How about that? How about <laughs> She let him pose shirtless. And, and not only, I was like, so I guess he let her breathe, think, and be alive. And that's when he was like, no crazy feminist. I said, no, actually, I'm a, I think I said I'm a, a sexual freak sexual feminist or something like that but it was in a group i don't even know how i got in this group it was supposed to be a group about black wealth so i'm like what the fuck does this have to do with wealth because uh the carters got money on top of money on top of money on top of money like absolutely you worried about they shit you went ahead in a group talking about he uh, a pimp he a pimp and Something unaggressive, un something decisive, yeah. wealth or some shit. Nigga, they got it. Aggressive, unaggressive. Right. <laughs> I just don't think Beyonce had to do this. Like, I get it. Um, y'all love each other again and you've renewed your vows. Right. And um you're on tour with no new music and um I'm a little bitter about the no new music, but it's okay. She said y'all gonna get this ass. Yeah, so I don't think I needed to see y'all. Y'all going to get this ass and you're going to get a picture of these twins. And there you go. That's what you're paying for. Which I think it sucks. Like, I think it sucks. I'm not tripping on them not having no new music because they got enough. to. I mean, yes, they got a fucking catalog. They got a catalog. I'm pissed. If I would have paid my ticket and then I go online and now I see what they done did a whole... uh, show or a whole mm-hmm. visual yeah i'll uh, start watching stuff because i'm seeing i want to right see and they did this whole right. visual about them renewing their vows and the twins and all that i'll be pissed because it's like now i ain't got shit to look forward to even yeah. though it's gonna be different when you see it and you're gonna still be like oh my, oh my god. god yeah but still like i want that first fresh yeah because i saw the picture of them like looking like they got married again. Yeah, I think they renewed their vows and she had the twins. They renewed their vows. When did that happen? Right. And so I put two and two together and was like, oh, this is shit from the concert. Right. Because people had started posting uh, videos from the concert. Yeah. And they were circulating and I had to like close it down because I really don't like, if I know I'm going to see somebody on tour, I don't want to see. That's just like giving spoilers on a TV show. So I thought people be so frantic. Like just. Slow, like, oh, people. Yeah. You want to share something? Share this episode of Two Chicks Talking Shit. Hey. That's what you can share. There you go. Um, <laughs> I'm about to play this little clip. Oh, God. <laughs> if I could get my life together. Okay. And I, I, I wonder if you know where this is from. I know It's 
special about that Bible. I they want Whitney Houston selling the Bible's been sold for how much? Ninety five thousand dollars. So a Bible she left behind. Is it water from the ark in that bitch? What the fuck? Is <laughs> she left girl. behind this Bible when she moved out of her Newport Beach rental. It's being sold by her former landlord for $95,000. She rented the house from 2009 to 2011. He found the Bible in a box along with some clothes and CDs by the trash after she moved out. Said he had signed a non disclosure and contacted Houston's agent about the left behind items, but was told he could keep them. What kind <laughs> of stupid, crazy shit? I don't know. That's just dumb. The Bible, which is being sold uh, through quote unquote moments in time, the action, like there's a store called Moments in Time. Mm-hmm. The That's where they got this Bible from. Has Whitney's handwriting all over it. There are pages documenting life events, for instance. Um, under marriage, Whitney scribbled in her and Bobby Brown's name and the date of July 18th, 92. Um, and then the birth under births, it lists Bobby Christina and her birthday, March 4th, 93. So here are some pictures from the Bible. See, it's legit. We gonna get this Bible. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. I wouldn't want it. I feel like that's something that her mother should have. And I think... I feel like that's true. Like, give it to somebody. Give it to her mother or her brother or... Somebody. Somebody. But don't sell it. $95,000. That's, that's bogus. And if anybody buy that shit... But they ain't mad about this, huh? I ain't seen the family come out and say nothing about this. But they so mad about Kanye in that bathroom picture. That right. Wouldn't have nobody known it. Yeah, because they, they, they still trying to protect. We know Whitney was on drugs, y'all. Everybody. Everybody know Whitney was on drugs. Crack. <laughs> I made too much money to smoke crack. <laughs> right. Show me the receipts. <laughs> like, we got the receipts. May she rest in peace. But right. we know that she was on that shit. So, y'all can stop trying to cover that. Go what y'all need to do is go after this because that's personal. Yep. That's sentimental. Yep. And that's something that y'all should want to protect and have. Correct. Fuck that bathroom picture. Bam. She got it all in one breath. Right. <laughs> um. So how long should you wait between a breakup and say perhaps an engagement? Like you break up with somebody and then you get engaged to somebody yeah. else. Twenty four hours. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, that might be the exact and precise timeline of Ariana Grande's relationships. So she recently, and I mean recently, I saw she got broke up with uh, rapper Mac Miller in May. Fuck is Mac Miller? Yeah, a little white guy. Mm, Okay. Um. So she broke up with him, and then. Now she is reportedly engaged to Pete Davidson, who is on Saturday Night Live. He looks like the little squirrel. He always plays like a teenager or something. Yeah, like well, I think he's a mixed kid or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So she is supposedly engaged to him. Um, this is the ring that she is wearing. Oh, okay. Apparently, it only costs about a hundred thousand dollars. It you is know, a teardrop. Only, only a hundred thousand. You know, only. It's a teardrop diamond. They get paid like that for SNL? SNL, they get paid. Oh. They make good money. Oh, okay. Good money. 
Um, he picked, it's not, it costs 93000 It's a VVS 1, um, one Clarity 3.03 carat diamond set mm. in platinum. Okay. He bought it last month. So she broke up with him, oh boy, in May, which was last month. And now she's in, he bought the ring. That's called, I see what I want and I know what I want and I'm going to get what I want. He said, I'm about to lock this shit down. Maybe they was close friends. Maybe it's one of those situations where they'd be like, we've been, because you know how she talk, we've been friends for years. We've been knowing each other for a very long time. And when we broke up, he was there and he consoled me. And now we're getting married. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. Anyway. um, Ain't that what Kanye and Kim did? Well... I feel like there was always speculation that they were, like, sleeping together. Yeah, but it was always, oh, we're just best friends. Yes. We're just close friends. I just we're really, really care about her. We have a lot her. in common. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Um, But Big Sean, who used to date Ariana Grande. Damn, she been busy. She's hopped around. Okay. He says he is not surprised by, like, how quick... You know, she got engaged. Because that's what she wanted. She is obsessed with marriage. Oh, well, she found the right one. She Definitely. You got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, one more thing. I want. A couple things, I guess, I can talk about. Um, Anthony Bourdain, mm-hmm. the celebrity chef, um, he committed suicide over mm-hmm. the weekend. It was the weekend, right? Yeah. I think it was. Like right before, like that Friday or something? Yeah. Um, and um, everybody was really shocked. Like, I know I was really shocked mm-hmm. because I watched his show a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed that, like, he liked to travel and try different foods mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like, one of the reasons I said that I wanted to travel more was because I saw him, you know, moving mm-hmm. around. I'm like, damn, I don't have to be rich like him to move around. Right. I could do that myself or whatever. And so I'm just like really shocked um, that he took his own life. Um, I also don't want to try to understand what he was thinking or like nah. any of that because we really can't say but it's always unfortunate to see people that seem to be very happy people mm-hmm. uh, take their lives. Um, but Netflix is doing something cool. Um, they are going to keep streaming his show Parts Unknown. On oh, Netflix. okay. So they've extended it. I, let me see for how long. Mm. I'm going to have to go back and check it out. Yeah, the first eight seasons are on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it was initially scheduled to leave Netflix on June 16th. However, the company declared that the series would be available to U.S. streamers for months to come. Okay. So, you should check it out. It's yeah, I'm going to check it out. It's good stuff. Like, you'll you'll laugh because he's funny. Okay. Uh, he went to Waffle House one time and was like, he had never heard of Waffle House, never been to Waffle House. And I know, was, they say he frequents the place in Chicago, too, a lot. Oh, oh it was... Um, What's that little burger joint? Mm-hmm. So Madison. 
There's a nine, too. Oh, Madison. Yeah. Um, um, Billy Goat? Yeah. Yeah. So, he went to Waffle House, and he was like, you don't get, I'm not getting the waffle, right? And then one of his, uh, the chef he was there with was like, dude, you have to get the waffle. Like, right, waffle the waffle house. house. So, they got the pecan waffle. He taught, taught him, like, yeah, you got to put all the butter on it. Then you put all of the syrup on it. Uh-huh. So, he started eating. He was like, this is better than anything I've ever tasted in my life. And that's that's the coolest shit outside. ever. Like, you get that waffle house, you're like, oh, this shit is good as hell. So, like, um, check out his show. I think it's um, I think it's pretty cool. Okay. I'm Last gonna person that. I'm going to talk about is our president. Um, He's just... Our, wait a minute. What you just say? Oh, the president. 45. 45. I'm just trying to be a better person in life. He technically is yeah. the president of the United States, so... Okay, 45. I'll stop. I'll stop being nice. I, I don't like him no way. <laughs> what? I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? Okay, I'll stop. So, at the G7 summit, um, they were talking about trade relations mm-hmm. and all stuff. This dude pissed Canada off. Mm-hmm. Canada. They don't fuck with no, like, they like, ah, we're good over Canada. here. Canada. I'm going to um, play something in one second. But, like, he really pissed off Canada. And um, I think um, he's an idiot. Of course. They are our homies. Mm-hmm. They um, have looked out for us so many times. Mm-hmm. And um, for him <laughs> to make that lovable nation angry just shows you what type of person he is. And they'll be the ones you don't. Last night, Seth Meyers talked about us. Summit with Kim Jong Un. He was throwing a tantrum over a summit he had just left with leaders of the G7. For more on this, it's time for a closer look. Trying to get to the point, he's like, he pissed off. Canada took office. He promised to confront America's enemies, and now he's doing just that, pushing back against one of our fiercest foes, an aggressive, hostile nation that has been a thorn in the side of the United (laughs) States for decades. Canada. How do you piss off Canada? I love Canada. They are the nicest people I have ever met in my life. Ever. Ever. They right there too. Like they like could do whatever they want. Right. All they gotta do is cross Detroit. Just cross over. (laughs) Their prime minister is named Justin. Like Justin ain't trying to bother nobody. He come grows on. with Obama. Like, come on over. Come on over, baby. Yeah. So then, after that, this nigga flies over to Singapore. Spends, like, over $100,000 on carpets and bullshit. To he, want, he doesn't want to be a president. He wants to be a... What is it called when you just like run the country and do whatever the fuck you want to do? A dictator? A dictator. He yeah. wants to be a dictator. He he looks at this country as his and he wants to be a dictator and he wants to have a dictatorship. But that's and, not how this country works. Right. Though. And that's why he has his tantrums and his fits because it's like. He looking at Putin and the shit that he doing. He like, oh, I want to do that and I want to do it that. No, nigga, you can't. Well, 
He's making it really rough on us. Gas prices are already girl. These ga- gas prices look like GPAs out here. <laughs> <I can't>. <laughs> <laughs> when we don't live in California where gas is over Man, five dollars a gallon. My little doom buggy be sitting. I'm about to get a horse and carriage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would get a bike, but they knocking niggas' heads off and shit. Or oh god! So oh yeah. Um, also, um, special shout out to the brave um, men and women in blue that were um, escorting Takashi Six Nine around Chicago today. Um, Girl, that nigga is dumb. He want, He's another one that's asking for it. Well, he tried to come and make things right. We got bigger fish to fry in Chicago than his little funny looking ass out. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. That's enough of tea. Yeah. Okay. Be right back. Oakley Dokley, we are back. And it's time for Girl Talk. Mm hmm. B has a story to tell us. Okay. Well, here, here it go. So basically, it's just a scenario. You have, um, a mother-father situation with children. The father has set days that he is um, to see his children. However, the child is now getting older and they have extra activities they want to do, summer camp, um, sports, or whatever like that. And the father feels like that, that child should miss those days that he has his visitation, the child should miss those activities on the on his days because it cuts into his visitation time. And they don't do nothing else. That's the only thing that they do is their set days. And I just wonder, like, how is that fair to the child? How are you... How is it that it's okay that you can be a part-time dad or you're just the father on those set days? And what about the rest? And why is it that your child should stop their life just because you want your set days? Like, that's to me, that's not parenting. It's not. And, and I've never been in that situation because... I didn't have scheduled days. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, you, you want to come and see him? Oh, okay. Yeah. So they didn't, their life didn't um, stop. Well, I take that back. Um, with my oldest son, me and his dad would always kind of um, butt heads because he would want my son to come visit for the summer. My son played football. Football practice or football camp starts in the summer. So it's like, okay, so you want him to miss two, three weeks Mm -hmm. of practice to come and shoot the shit with you. Um, But you got Christmas. Mind you, he will always disappear through the school year or because he lived out of state. So it would be inconsistent during a school year and everything like that. And then here come summertime and you're like, oh, I really want to spend some time with my son. I really want to see my son. And I'm like, well, dude, you know he played football. Man, you only went to one, only came to one game his entire football career. But it's like, I, I just think it's bullshit that you have these dads who want to be they want to be the priority, and they don't make their child's life 
the priority. Yeah. It's bullshit to me. Like one hundred percent. Like I agree with you one hundred percent. So like I feel like the visitation is set up to make sure there's quote unquote equal time. Right. Um, to make sure that um, you actually see your kids because we know there are some cases right, where they don't get to do see. not let fathers see their kids. Like I'm living through one right now. I know right. I know it's real, and so um, that's what the court put that type of deal right. in place for. However, that should not stop you or discourage you from wanting to spend more time with your child, whether it's picking them up. And after school instead of like somebody in the family doing it or right and that's that's my issue when it comes to the situation is like how is it that you feel like you don't have to be a father these other five days mm-hmm. out the week yet when it comes to your two three days out the week now everything has to stop because you want to be dad well they have a life outside of that right. every day and, and that's part of being a dad like part of right. being a parent is supporting your child and whatever that they're whatever they're doing right so, you don't want to go pick up report cards you don't want to go to after school programs you don't want to do none of that don't want to do nothing but the day that your day is to visit you like oh they got to be there and then the kid is disappointed because they've missed their dance their dance um rehearsal or gymnastics or softball or whatever the case may be like it's just not fair to the child to have them just sitting there with you when they know that okay on saturday that's my dance day right i want to go to dance or you know like i had i had an instance where you know my youngest had a track meet and i think i was out of town so I asked to make sure her, you know, her other parental unit could mm-hmm. take, her, take her to the track meet. Um, track is very important to this kid. She's a little nerdy baby, but she likes running track. That's right. the thing she really likes. So she runs now. She used to run distance events, but now she runs sprint. She sprint. Oh, so she got a little speed on her. She got a little speed. She can't do the 100, but, you know, she a 200. Okay. She a 248-er. Okay. okay. She can do those very she well. She got endurance. Mm-hmm. I have to have a talk to you the, um, you know, um, sidebar. You know, the boys ran track when they were in drama and school. And so did their mother. You know, I'm a Hi. multiple state champion with Morgan Park yeah, High you School. Know, you know, uh, Trey was like the number one runner in Chicago. <laughs> he was, so, you know, they give him a few. And he did the 100. That, yeah, was, his, that oh. was his thing. Oh. 100 and the high jump. The long jump. That boy good. Yeah. But, yeah, so you know... Um, from these events, that's a two hundred. That first of all, that track meets are long. Period. Let's just start with that. It's a day. Track meets are long. There, it's a day. Get prepared. Take your water. Get your snacks. Exactly. Bring your change for the. Be ready. So also, you know that the sprinting events are, are at last. the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. The one hundred is always either the one hundred or the four by one is always going to be the last event mm-hmm. of the track meet, depending on what events they're running. Because you so, got field events. Yeah, yeah. Then you got the long races. Well, this nigga felt like he didn't have time to stay for the whole track meet. 
because he has somewhere to be. So he gave my baby a time and said, if they not done, we leaving at this time. Does he not know that that affects her record? Like, she not, she not doing this shit for shits and giggles. Exactly. Like, you just... We starting in middle school, so by high school, she could be much She better. can make a name for herself, but she can't make that name if she's not at the races. Hey, you know. So, yeah, she couldn't run her race because Girl. he was ready to go because he has somewhere to be. Now, one thing I will say is, and you know this, when I have these kids... I do my best to like Uber one here, drop another one mm-hmm. there. I'm gonna be accommodate. Yeah, like I'm all over the place. Like I don't really care how long your track may go be because I'm probably driving your sister all right. over the city while you're running, right? Or waiting to run, but I'm not gonna make you miss your stuff that's important to right. you. Right? You know what I'm saying? I just feel like when you're not the um, custodial parent, you take a lot of that stuff for granted. Mm-hmm. You just feel like. You, it's not your job, quote to unquote, do it. Right. to go to events or to take kids. I'm just supposed to be fun. I'm right. I'm the, take I'm the to fun the parents. I'm supposed to get you some ice cream and we go go to the park mm-hmm. and then we go sit on my couch and watch movies. Right. And that's what we're going to do. Fuck everything yeah. else. Parenting. That you have. All your other shit. Forget all that. It don't even matter. It don't matter. Forget that you... Have events. Forget that you might want to go hang out with your friends. Yep. You know, I think it's selfish. It's selfish because you want this child to sacrifice their life because you wasn't willing to sacrifice your time for them. Mm -hmm. Now that you have these set days, it's almost like you want to punish the kid. Yeah. Oh, you go sit with me. You going to sit with me all day. Like, and then the kicker is if... They have something to do. Oh, I ain't gonna be able to make it. Child. If they have something to do, if they can't spend time or if it cuts into their schedule time, then it's, oh, well, I can't get them this week because I got such and such and such and such to do. Yeah. And, you know, that now to me, that at this point, my kids, I don't even, we don't even care no right. more. Right. Because they old enough, they figured, they say, I want to stay, I want to go. Right. But, like, Kids, kids at a certain point know, and that's it. They just know. They know who to ask right. to take them to the mall. They know who to ask for twenty dollars. Who to depend on? Who they not to depend on? Who to ask to come to the school for X Y Z? Right. And it's not fair to the kids for them to learn that. No, it's not. They should never have to. Just say, oh, well, I'm going to ask mama because I know know he ain't going to come. And, you know, when I was married, um, that was something that we kind of dealt with with his kids Mm -hmm. because I'm not going to say he was that dad. Like, he would... The thing that would bother me with him and his kids was he didn't have that set schedule. So it was, I might have plans for the kids or have plans for something. And then, oh, we got the the, the plus kids coming. Or, you know, right. his kids are coming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been times where I could be at home cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. And then, bam, bam, more kids. I'm like, 
I didn't. I didn't plan for this. I didn't plan for them to be here. Yeah. And it and and in this case, it would be situations where it could be in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. So now, okay. So who taking who to school? What the what? Right, and whatever. Figure it and out. he was he was a very active dad and stuff like that. And he wanted to be there for his kids. I I don't know if his get was because. Um, him and the, him and their mother was divorced, so he wasn't at home. Yeah. So he felt like he always had to get them as much as they as he can. Yeah. And as they got older, I started noticing that they was coming over less. Mm. He thought he tried to blame it on me, mm. as if well they don't want to come over there because they don't want to be around you. No. They are 13 and 15 years old now. Mm-hmm. They want to go hang out with their friends. Yep. They don't want to sit on a, on the couch with you. And watch movies. Or sit and hang out in a garage with you while you working on cars and doing your thing. Now mm-hmm. they have a life. And we used to get butt heads about that all the time. So, I don't know. The whole thing with the scheduling time with the parents. It's tricky. It is tricky, but I feel like... I don't think the kids should have to suffer. The kids should not suffer. I feel like when kids have events or things that they're doing to better themselves, to, you know, put them in a better place in life, don't take that away from them. Don't take that away from them. That's just not fair. You have to work around it. Absolutely. You have to work around it as, as that parent. And then it's not fair to the custodial parent, the parent that's there all the time, mm-hmm. because... They do it. Right. And they don't get a break. They can't they don't get a break. ask for a break if right. they wanted one. So, it is. That whole co-parenting thing is definitely tricky. It's tricky to rock around. To rock around is great on time. It's tricky. Okay. And like <laughs> I said, I was a step-parent. And this was an issue Okay, that we were running to all the time. Okay. Should a step-parent be expected to equally help with the kids and pay expenses or should the real parent be thankful for what contributions made for the contributions made by the step parents um so when you say step parents that means you're married mhm but in this case we'll say if you're dating mhm and y'all trying to blend and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, like my situation. Yeah, like... So, I don't think it should be expected when you're dating, okay? Because mm-hmm. um, when you're dating, anything can happen. One thing can lead to another, and the next day you're not there, mm-hmm. right? Um, but as a married couple, um, your expenses for the house are together. Mm-hmm. And so you know that your spouse has a, has children or mm-hmm. a child from a previous relationship, that should be part of you all's budget or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so I just feel like it shouldn't be like a problem if you say, oh, um, Justin needs a new pair of sneakers for track because he's, he's going to be running track and mm-hmm. then, you know, y'all buy it or whatever. Or the or the parent, actual parent of Justin buys it. Mm-hmm. Justin's made of name. <laughs> right. Uh, buys it. 
you know, you should make a big deal. Like, we always coming out of our pocket for blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I I was in that situation Mm -hmm. where I was married. Mm -hmm. I had, and we both, we didn't have kids together. Mm -hmm. I had my two. Mm -hmm. He had his. Oh, boy, she counting, y'all. Yeah. Kids. He had his kids. (laughs) And, um... I received support for my children mm-hmm. through their court ordered mm-hmm. support through yeah. their kids through their dads. Okay. Um, him, my ex husband, and his kids' mother had mothers had shit mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. And so it was always a conflict because. When my children got their payments, mm-hmm. I would use that money and do what a yeah, what you supposed to do? A, buy them clothes. The, buy a good mother would do yeah. like a responsible parent. I would buy their clothes, whatever fees, whatever yeah. they had, going haircuts, all yeah. that. I took care of that with that money. It As did you not should. child it, support. Right. It did not affect the household money. Right. It wasn't a situation where we came home and the lights was out right. but my kids got on brand new J's. Right. Or a situation or it was a situation where we wasn't eating. Yeah. But my kids, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. flossing. It right. wasn't that I used that money, their money for, for that stuff. And if I got paid and had a little extra and they needed something, I used my extra money because mm-hmm. we had a budget and how we did things yeah. and I did what I needed to do mm-hmm. with that. Mind you, on top of that, his kid's mother had a good job. Mm-hmm. They both worked. So you got two working parents. They're both in the same mm-hmm. city. But it was like the expectation was, well, you need to step in and take care of where she fell off. And that's what we were always butt heads. See, I don't think that should have been the expectation. Like, the children just should be taken care of regardless. Right. Like, you shouldn't have to, oh, so she didn't um, give, didn't give them a $50 to go to the mall or whatever. Okay, can you give it to them? That, it shouldn't be, because then you pitting right. um, the mother against the stepmother. And that's but not, it was already that in, the, it was already that in the first place. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was a mess. It was one of those things where you ain't got to listen to her. Yes. You know, little, little silly stuff like that. You ain't got to listen to her. Or it would be situations where you pick them up, you go get them, but they ain't got no clothes. Child, so like my situation, it's very similar to kind of like what I'm going through now. And and I felt like, not to cut you off, no, but I, I used to just feel like, like, oh, like you know what I'm saying? So we'll be out. And here mm-hmm. it is because I'm being a mother to mine and making sure they're good. And now we scrambling trying to get them stuff together. Yeah. Because she trying to play. Because y'all got y'all shit. Right. And, and now y'all doing I think this. that's the complicated part. Right. Like, and it's, they and, can't separate the bullshit from the children. Right. And it's like, so now y'all doing this shit where... You pick them up. She not bringing them no clothes. She not dropping or sending them no clothes. So now, and it, and um, you're not 
granted you getting them mm-hmm. you spending time with them you helping with fees or whatever little stuff but you're also not saying hey here's an extra hundred mm-hmm. here's an extra 50 when you go grab them to some stuff. Hey, grab them some stuff too. Right. It was expected for me to take it out of theirs. And I'm like, whoa. No, nah, that's not their money. Right. <laughs> that's not. And I would tell them, like, how would you feel if you were sending money to your kids and come to find out their mother was using it on her man club kids? Right. You know what I'm saying? That ain't cool. So we used to bump heads on that all. Oh. The time. I feel like it just has it has to be some sort of understanding in all the parties. Like yeah. What needs what goes on. So like, uh, I'm not married right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have two children. D has two children. Mm-hmm. All girls. So um, his oldest child is from his um mar- his previous marriage, mm-hmm. and so he pays support. He pays support for both his kids, mm-hmm. but like. Maya lives with her her mom, mm-hmm. and so she comes over, you know, whenever she feels like it. Because you know, once they teenagers, right? They it's be different. Like, oh, I'm not coming this weekend. I have a lot of this, that, and a third right. to do. Blah blah blah. Um, I can go pick up my like if Dee's busy, I can go pick up pick her up, mm-hmm. bring her back, uh, take her to get ice cream or whatever with my girls. Mm-hmm. No problem. You know, I've bought her things or whatever, but like, there's no expectation that, oh, um, I ain't had her hair done in X Y Z. You go do that, and I'm like, bruh, she got a whole mama at home that's getting uh child support. So like, that's not something that right I have I've had to deal with with my mind. But like, treat her just like she wanted my own. You know, she got a special diet. Like, one of my kids got a special diet. I make sure she eats mm-hmm. just like everybody else eats. So, like, I feel like when you are that blended family, you're supposed to right. figure that kind of stuff out. No issues. D helps out with my two. Like, low-key help out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I ain't never said, um, yeah, so this field trip. Um, right. you pay for this? Because their daddy didn't pay for it. Right. That's just not how it should be. be right but that little baby of his that little baby of his i love that little baby so much because mm-hmm. i've known the little baby i ain't gonna say her name right because it's too much drama but little baby been around since the beginning of me and d right mm-hmm. and um so little baby turned five um this year and her mama is one of them mm-hmm she um would send ba- little baby with no clothes, two Just. two small clothes. It was a bag she would send over for a long time. The same three outfits would be in the bag with two diapers every single time she would bring her over, right? Mm-hmm. So if I thought it was the weekend she was coming over, I would ask the, I was like, hey, yo, is little baby coming over? I work near Marshall's. I would just go to Marshall's, mm-hmm. buy some clothes in her size, because when she come over here, right. she going somewhere with us. She got to be. She, she got to look a certain way. Right. She got to fit the, the part. So, little baby mama don't, didn't, ended up not liking how this whole situation was going. She mm-hmm. played nice for a little bit, but then, you know, she wanted them that, you know, can't right. get over the past. So, like, little baby not uh, ain't been around lately. Mm-hmm. But 
it's because little baby is better in one place mm. and you mad because little baby happier in one place. Like yeah. you can't, you should not take stuff out on kids. On kids, period. Because but even still, in that situation, it. it wasn't the expectation of no expectations. Go battle. You gotta no. buy. You gotta buy her some clothes. I feel like if you feel like if you have kids, period, you don't want to see another kid right looking bad, not having something when your kids are right there and they you know yeah. look a certain way, have certain things. It's just not fair. Like right. even with my kids, if I bought. One kid something I would buy the other kid mm-hmm. something because I didn't want them feeling like, oh you only like this one yeah no, well, but you ain't give me nothing so I just feel like step parents shouldn't treat other, yeah the other but kids it it different. can be tricky because like I said in my situation it was like he would my ex husband would get mad when I would go out and buy for mine or do for mine. You know what I'm saying? Without understanding that I'm using their support support yeah. to get this stuff. I don't have a problem going and shopping for yours and making sure they have it. But you got to... Let's communicate. Here. here. Tell me what you, you're giving me or like right. what you really expect because... Right. And then it was a situation where um, because he had two daughters well one daughter was his stepdaughter but he was raising her as his own and he had his daughter and they would come over hair wouldn't be kept Mm -hmm. and so you know i would wash the hair wash their hair um braid it and do all that and they had hair you know what I'm saying? Lots of hair. Lots of hair. Big black people. Here. Yes, they had hair, and I would braid it and everything and stuff like that. And it was one situation where sounds way too familiar. The the stepdaughter, I did her hair. I saw her a few days later. Her hair was taken down. Okay, duly noted. Then the second situation was. It got out that their mother was like, oh, yeah, she braiding their hair. She doing their hair now. So now I'm good. Oh, I had that one where the hair was the same way that it was the last time. And it's like, come on. And and the thing is, it could have been a harmonious situation. We could have all got along, Mm -hmm. had the communication been there, and the respect. Yep. Like That's it, all step, the step or bonus parenting thing is, is communication I'm, and respect. I'm like, because when they came to my house, like I said, it wasn't, they got special, they didn't get, you know, they got treated just like the other kids. They were expected, when you came over, you were expected to have chores. One of his sons lived with us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was. A situation where he didn't like a decision that me and his father made. So he called his mama. And she called my ex-husband at the time. I was like, what's going on here? And, da, 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 and he don't want to do this. And da, 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 da. That's and the rule he, I have with the kids. And he had the audacity to come to me and say, well, we not going to do this. Because now he want to go home. I said, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's one of the rules I have. Like these, we've set these yeah. rules in our house. Yep, yep. And, and it was a thing where it was like, it was, it was, it was like 
Now, I understand that this is your child, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things where he was just like trying to. He was pushing you, pushing, like, t- testing you, seeing how far you could. It get. was it, it not not the kid, but my oh, ex-husband. It was like you gonna be like he gonna be here. It was never a. It was like this is my child, this is my house. He gonna oh. be here. Oh, okay. That's but that's one rule I have with my kids. Like when they are with their dad, don't call me asking me to be a parent out there. Right. That's his house. That's his mama house. That's whoever house. Right. All that. So whatever rules that they and that's just respect. Period. Yeah. And the only time it transfers between the houses is if y'all on punishment. Right. If you're on punishment here, you gonna be on punishment out there. Right. Because you you worthy of it. Right. So that's the only thing that transfers back and forth. But like. Again, step parenting um, is all about um, respect and communication. Yeah. So I feel like um, if you can't have a conversation at the be- when when the when the relationship begins or like gets serious enough mm-hmm. where it's going to another level, um, like together, then the parent needs to talk to the other parent. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is what's going on. Let's figure out. How you want my my significant other to be involved in this relationship so right. that we can make sure that it's amicable? Because it makes no sense for and parents I, to be a button of heads against each other. And I just think when it comes to, especially us, the black community, we don't respect marriages enough. Nope. And so, and even the people in the marriages. And I just felt like... Um, there are a lot of times, sometimes with when, if you're dealing with a situation where you're married and your spouse is now a bonus parent or a step parent, you should always have, I understand you want to be there for your kids and everything like that, but you should always have your mates back. Yep, I agree. Your kids, they mama, they daddy, whoever should never be able to pick the husband against the wife. Agreed. We should always be a front. Exactly. I agree. And that's all I got to Thank God I ain't got to deal with that now. Shit. Thank mm-hmm. God for niggas ain't got no kids. Hallelujah. Oh, well, pray for me while you praying, so. Thank God my kids is grown. Uh, three out of the four will be grown real soon, so just keep praying for little baby <laughs> and little baby's mama. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay, um, it's now time for Ain't That Some Shit. Um, so y'all know we from Chicago, and it's typically something going on here. Mm-hmm. Something. Um, but lately, it's been really crazy, and I'm going to let Fee uh, talk a little bit about it. So if you have not heard, and I don't know if this even made national news. I don't think it has yet. Which is crazy if it hasn't. But we're dealing with the situation in Chicago where we're having um, women who are, women and teens who are coming up missing in one of those situations. A body has been found and also there has been at least three or four bodies found in the past week if not week of women whose body bodies have been found in alleys garages homes and it's 
the women in Chicago are getting a little afraid because whatever is going on is only the women. And I wanted to talk about it today because one, some of these situations are getting really close Mm-hmm. In in areas, yeah. Even the one, but even when I looked at the address of the one that was in the South Loop, it was like um, like Sixteenth and Prairie or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like even still, because the other ones that's on the far south side has been a um, hundred something in Forest, yeah, something in State, yeah, and stuff like that. And it's like all those are still ways that you can move around the only ones that's been odd is the girls that's been coming up missing on the west side of chicago yeah and one of those girls the her body they found the body and she was identified with Mm -hmm. that body so i don't know if this is a serial killer on the loose i don't know if these are um just different incidents but it is some f- fucked up shit that we have these women who are being we're unprotected it's fucked up this is the reason why I say it's fucked it's fucked up because if it hasn't made national news it should Agreed. because this shit is, is too it's too many occurrences going on mm-hmm. when you can find an 81 year old woman body in her home with her head cut off that's a problem when you're, and then a few blocks away from that, you find another woman's body in a garage. And then a few, the same day, the day before that, you see another, you find a, another woman's body on the South Loop. And it's like, you're hearing these stories on the news, and it's almost like, well, today in the news, so, you know, it's like. Like, they're just brushing over it. Like it's, it's just brushing over it like, like it's. Nothing. Nothing. Like it's a regular occurrence in Chicago. So, that's one thing that I was like, Okay. Outside of the fact that this shit is going on, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Then you got the news just kind of like, well, another body found. Well, found another body. Oh, yeah, there's a body right there. So on top of that, you got that. And then I feel like I see outrage from women. Yeah. I hear a lot of women speaking out. Yeah. Like when I go on my timeline, I've seen a lot of women like, hey, you know, watch out for each other. We're plead. I've seen women pleading and praying, like, be mm-hmm. careful. Don't and the, walk alone. Don't walk don't alone. Be by and and they're, they're saying things. I've seen things like, how can we protect our daughters or how can we protect our girls and ourselves too? And I've yet to see, I've seen maybe one guy. Speak out and say something. I haven't seen any men on my timeline talking about it. Everybody on my timeline that's posted a link or said anything about it has it's been, been female. female. And that bothered me. That It bothers me. It's like, it's like the bros not even, they not even care. They don't care. Like this could be your sister. This can be your mother. This can be your aunt. This your can girl. be your daughter. This can be your significant other. And it's like, if this situation was the other way around, even when it comes down to our men getting slain by police or whatever, the women, we all out. We we open, we for y'all, we got y'all back. We need y'all to have our backs right now. 
Y'all need to be on alert. You see a woman... You know, you know your girl or whoever got to get up in the morning. You need to be looking out the window and checking to make sure she get in her car. Like, mm-hmm. and y'all need to be voicing and y'all need to be saying something online. Like, I need to see that shit on y'all on y'all timeline too. Yeah, I saw this post. Um, it's by a filmmaker here in Chicago. Her name is Santa Cole Young. She's very talented. Um, and she posted, listen. Women are being snatched up, and I'm clapping because it's the truth. She's putting the claps after and kidnapped in Chicago. This ain't a social media ploy. This is real Real life. She says, "Where are all the mo's? Where are all the BDs, stones, the GDs, the lords? You can shoot and kill innocent people, but cannot protect the community. Right? What's wrong, Chicago?" Black men, we need you to step up and protect your women. All bullshit aside. And I, I kind of, I agree with her wholeheartedly because I feel like back in the day, gangs, uh, were gangs still. They did their bullshit. Right. But at the same time, they didn't let nothing crazy happen in their neighborhood. Right. They looked out for their neighbors. They made sure, like, like back in the day, old people were off limits. Yeah. Women, mamas, all of that. Off limits. limits. And like, I'll even go a step further. If they knew, oh, that's such and such a mama. Yeah. Or something like that. Hey, Miss Jones. Hey, Miss Jones. Uh, go walk Miss Jones to the uh mm-hmm. to the bus stop. Oh, go get Miss Miss um Harris bags. Yeah. Help her carry her bags. Yeah, they up. sell it on the corner, but they looking out for they they, they community. Community, right? And so we don't see that today. Like these. These young dudes nowadays will just be like, man, fuck her, man. She don't be wanting us standing on in front of her. Right. Man, fuck this, fuck this block. This is my block any fucking way. Like, they just had this nonchalant attitude like nothing matters except for whatever they believe is important. And I feel like that that's what's missing in our communities nowadays. We don't look out for each other. We don't, you know make sure we're safe we just don't have yeah. like that care for one another we don't that have we, to have we don't have um community anymore we don't have we don't have neighborhoods like we that's used to. true it's like, like me myself and i right like i've been in my neighborhood for um five years now granted you know i'm, I'm not gonna lie i leave out mm-hmm. and come in yeah. i'm not hanging out or anything right. like that. But, like, I know somebody in the other building because they're my son's yeah. best friend's mother. Right. So, I know her. Yeah. But, and I might know the older little couple mm-hmm. across from her. But, other than that, like, in my building. Yeah. It's only three apartments. Same in mine. It's three units in my building. It's three units in my We know each other. You don't know them? I don't know them. I've went down on the first floor because the second floor has always been empty for a long time. So it's just people under there. But I think we might see each other and begrudgingly speak or something like that. I will say my neighbors, we definitely look out. My building, us three and our units, we look out for each other like (laughs) a bird. Got in our hallway, right? Mm-hmm. And it's two went like I'm 
called single mother with kids. The girl upstairs for me, she a single mother mm-hmm. with a son. And then it's an older couple on the first floor. And so we, she texts me. She's like, man, when I came in last night, it was a bird in the hallway. I was a little scared. Right. So I just opened the window. Hopefully he gone. Yeah. That so like some shit like that. Just looking out for one another. Like nobody does that anymore. No. Nobody. No. I know it might be a few people around here who might know that I'm my boy's mom. mom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, but we just can't have, with all this going on right now, we can't have um, women, black, white, Hispanic, whatever, because they haven't really identified the races of these women no. except for the elderly woman yeah she was black yep. and, and before south side you kind of know that just like the other person mm-hmm. far south side you kind of assume assume that that black. person was black and then a girl that was missing and they identified her body that was a black girl but on the west side it was three black gr- women and a so two Teenage women. Right. A woman who was like 26. Yeah, that's the body they identified. And then it was a Caucasian lady from the West Side. So it's been four from the West Side. So, you know, I I just, I didn't, I know usually if I ain't that some shit, I got some crazy news or something that's going on. But I felt like this is home. Yep. Um... I know that neighborhood well. My aunt live in a neighborhood that's on the far south side. So it's too close to home for me. Yeah. It's not too far from here. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like, I. it takes me like five minutes, three yeah. minutes to get to my aunt house from yeah. here. So um, I've hung out on 103, one of my little spots. Mm. Yeah. My little hole in the wall. Give me some wings and a drink. Is on that way. So, yeah. you know, and there's nothing for me to get out. You know what I'm saying? You don't even think about it. We just move it. around. We don't we just really move think around. about, like, and I don't want to say we don't think about our safety, but we just feel like we know our it's pathway. unsettling. It's yeah. unsettling. Like today, I got off the train, and I had to walk like a, walk and a, half, a block and a half from the train to my car, and I'm overthinking Everything. Everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's Chicago. I've seen, like, I saw somebody get robbed in front of my house. Mm-hmm. A lady get robbed in front of my house. But she lived right. to tell us the story. It wasn't a thing that she got snatched in the car. She got yoked up. Mm-hmm. I didn't go in the backyard. Right. And my sons took out the garbage. And there was a body in a bin. Right. Like, this shit is yeah. real. Yeah. And it just, you know... I just want to say to all our listeners um, that's in Chicago, our female listeners, because we have a lot, be careful, watch your surroundings. To all our male listeners that's in Chicago, um, look out for the women around you. I know, you know, nowadays with Me Too and all that, you kind of got to, but you know, even if it don't mean nothing but if you see a lady walking down the street and you just sit in your car until you see her get to where she going yeah you know what i'm saying we just we need to be diligent and we need to be alert and to you fuckers that's out here doing this bullshit i hope you rot in fucking hell i hope they find you and i hope they in your ass point blank period well you do know when they do put um rapists 
um, child abusers. Just um, some serial killer shit. When they find those type of people and put them in jail, if they don't put them in solitary confinement, general population typically yeah, handles taps them. that ass. Yeah. So you know whatever they've done, they got something coming to them, right? In one shape, form, or another. All right, be right back. And now it's time for on a positive note. On a positive note. On a positive note. Yeah. I'm gonna do one real quick because I got something. Okay. Um, and this is for all the haters out there. Oh, did I do this already? I'm an idiot. Did I do this already? Nope. Okay. See, I don't even be knowing what I'll be talking about. Because that happened after. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right, you right. Pay me no mind, people. You know how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we all remember that the haters were hating that Kim Kardashian West went to the White House to meet with President Trump to talk about prison reform. Um, specifically, she was pleading the case of Alice Marie Johnson, as well as Centoya, what's, ooh, I can't remember her last name, but Centoya, the young lady who killed the man who, um, was using her as a, uh, who was sex trafficking her. Mm-hmm. So, everybody was mad, like, she don't know nothing about prison reform, she just doing this as a publicity stunt, ooh, I'm tired of her ass, she gets mm-hmm. on my motherfucking nerves, I can't stand Kim Kardashian. Anyway, last week, um, President Trump decided to commute the sentence of Alice Marie Johnson, meaning she was immediately released from Aliceville Correction Facility in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't even know that she was getting released on that day. Like, Kim called her and was like, so did you hear the news? Oh, and yeah, she, yeah. I heard they was like on the phone. They, she said they cried for like two minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, they were just sobbing. Like... I don't feel, like I said before, I didn't feel like she was doing this with any publicity mm-hmm. in mind. I always felt like, you know, these stories touched her because she is a sensitive person. Yeah. Um, they touched her. She got her legal team on it. She used her influence to get to where she needed. Mm-hmm. And it has helped this woman out. So she's back home with her family. She's ecstatic. She's very grateful oh, to Kim and Kanye. Yeah, so grandma got out of jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kim is hoping that, you know, she can help other people who have been in prison. Like stories um, like yeah, that. Yeah, she actually really wants to help more people. Mm-hmm. She says she may not um, know much about prison reform, mm-hmm. but she has people around her who do, and she's going to do everything she can to change lives. And I think it's dope. And she also said this, which I don't kind of believe, but, you know, it's Kim Kardashian. She said, um, they asked her, you know, when people said it was a publicity stunt, how did you feel? She was like, well, you know, I'm trying to stay out of out of the public's eye as much as possible. And I think it's, I, I kind of believe her because her, you know, her whole life changed after she got robbed mm-hmm. in Paris. So she it does have to move. Yeah, she is moving a little differently. But she still like is tipping. She still like the post. Yeah. So I don't think she just like yeah. I think that part and it's more personal stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not more you know celebrity type stuff. But I thought that was kind of cool. It's dope. This is cooler though. Yeah. So you're gonna be able to get through this post though. Though. 
start crying. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Okay. So, I want to give a big shout out to my little cousin um, who graduated yesterday from Bronzeville Scholastic Institute, a.k.a. DuSaba High School. <coughs> this is a male, Christopher Rucker II. He graduated the first of his class. Valedictorian. Valedictorian on that ass. He is um, a IB diploma candidate. That's international baccalaureate program. Which means he's going to college with college credit already. And he also was a part of the National Honor Society. Bam. Boom. He would be attending... um, Cole College, which is in Iowa. Go ahead, my With brother. a whopping <clears throat> 8,224 dollars in scholarships. No, no, let me read this number again. <laughs> no, see, you read it all wrong. I said 800,000, didn't no, I? No. Oh, I did. No. Oh, that's why I'm trying to help oh, you. Oh, help me. Christopher Rucker II has received 800. $24,688 in scholarships. See, cuz of... Wait, let me... And we're going to ask because he got another 500 at the graduation. So let's do some quick math. Oh, shit. That's 824688 plus <laughs> 500. That's 8,000... 800,000. 800,000. I shouldn't... I look at numbers all day. 800,000. 825,000. <laughs> it's called excitement. When you right. Out of your people's $825,188. Balling. Balling. Free money. Free money. Ain't going to have to pay for nothing for Not school. paying for anything. These are the stories we would like to showcase. Right. Every chance we get. He gave an awesome speech for Valedictorian. He's humbled. He's cool. He's a handsome guy. I would call him a little fella, but the dude's standing like 6'2". Yeah. So, you know, I'm just, I'm proud. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of, he is the, she counts. Right. He is the fourth great-grandchild of my grandmother. Male. To graduate high school. That's dope. Yeah. So, it's, it's just, it's cool beans. We, we, yeah, my cousin had two boys. They both graduated out of high school. I had two boys. They both graduated. We got one more boy. Mm-hmm. We know it, he ain't got no other choice. Listen, high school is a major accomplishment. A major and accomplishment. And I said this to my friend Fee yesterday because... Um, A lot of people feel like it's expected for children to graduate from high school. And they feel like they don't have to celebrate that. I feel as though, especially in an urban city such as Chicago, where there are so many challenges um, facing our children, whether it's just walking to and from school, where their next meal is going to come from, um, broken homes, child abuse, all kinds of things happen in this type of setting and other settings as well but right. like you all hear about how quote-unquote bad chicago, chicago is. is and i feel like anytime a kid can go to school every day get the grades that they're supposed to get and then some right 
and graduate. Because he took honors classes. Yeah. I remember at one point, he was like, yeah, my GPA is like a 4.3. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, how you get over a 4.0? Right. Like, those are things that you should celebrate. Those are not expected. C's are expected. Right. To do the bare minimum. And that's what I call a C, the bare minimum. You passed. You you passed. Thank you for going to school Mm -hmm. today. But when you come come home with 4.0s and 4.3s and top of this and Mm $800,000 in scholarships, like... Heck yeah, Joe, I'm going to celebrate you. you. I'm, there's no reason for me to just say, yeah, you better have. Right. Because you ain't have to do You ain't that. have to do all that. And I'm going to celebrate the ones who do get the the C's. Because yeah. sometimes it may took them a lot you have to no pull idea. that C. You, you don't know what they may have had to do to pull that C. And, you know, my sons, they wasn't the best students. But. They never gave up. Right. They worked hard. Summer school, uh, online school, uh, whatever. Night class. Like, Children it, it could have been whatever. so easy. Like, I promise you, with my young son, it was times that I was like, so let's, we can start looking at GD options. He was like, uh, <laughs> no, no. I got this, bro. I, I'm going to do this. And he did it. And he crossed that stage. Right. And I'm going to celebrate that. Yeah. Like you, you can't tell. You can't tell a child. I don't care if that child got a four point three or a two point five. You can't tell them, oh, you don't deserve to be celebrated because that's what you were supposed to do. Because you don't know what it took for them to do that. Exactly. You know to see. You we know. don't even know what happens when they leave outside our doors and they get to school because they don't tell us everything. They don't tell us everything, so we don't know what they deal with each day. And and to 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 have the notion that oh, if you in a better school or a better environment, then you don't have to deal with those things. Wrong. You deal with something wrong. else then. Because I know somebody whose child is in high school and they live by Naperville, mm-hmm. and they talk about how the suicide rate. Right. It's, it's skyrocketing. It, it's always something. It's always something. So for a child to cross the stage in their cap and gown is a reason to celebrate. Especially when in the state of Illinois you can quit at 16. Exactly. So we say congratulations to, to all the graduates. All the graduates of Big the ups. class of 2018. Big ups to. Specifically to Cuzzo, Christopher Rucker II. Let me hold something. I know you're going to get a little bit of that cat. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit extra. A little extra. But yeah. All right. We'll um, put a post up about him on Two Chicks so that yeah, you guys can gonna celebrate post him as well. Oh. We do have an announcement. I almost forgot. You're tripping. Come on. Oh, use I your voice. Say, I was about to say good night. You sure was. No, However... I think for the first time ever, we have a Two Chicks announcement. First of all, I would like to say thank you to all of our faithful and loyal listeners who listen to us each week. Thank you to all of our new listeners. You guys are amazing. I look at the numbers so I know where you're at. Mm -hmm. I can tell you what cities y'all in. And we appreciate you. We love you. We love you. She's singing, y'all. We love you today. (laughs) So, 
What better way to celebrate our one year and all of you by what? Let's just have a happy hour. Happy hour. Who doesn't Who like to have a love happy, happy hour? hour? And guess what? All of you listeners in Chicago, write this date down. June 29th, 2018, from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., we will be at Howl at the Moon, Chicago, 30 West Hubbard, Chicago, Illinois. All kinds of, like, specials. They have discounted parking. You get $4 drinks until 9 p.m. There's a buffet. Mm-hmm. There's free admission if you use the code word. Two chicks. So we want to meet all of you guys. So come, drink, be merry, have fun, and say hey to the two chicks. Oh, and did I forget? It was somebody's birthday hey. on Saturday. Hey. Mm-hmm. 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 Got another year under her. Girl, I thought you were the same my age. Oh, dog, I to be like that. She got another year under her belt, so mm-hmm. we just gonna throw that into the I'm celebration. Older, I'm wiser, and I just want to say, if you've never been to Howl at the Moon for the happy hour, it is a good time. A great time. I went to one, not even in Chicago. I went to one in like Kansas With, City. Did they had the piano. The piano. Yes. It is so much fun. They be trying to sing like pop. Yes, pop songs, songs on, on this piano. piano. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So meet us at Howl at the Moon, June 29th, 5 to 9. Get in for free if you say two chicks. All right? We want to see all of you there. Okay? Okay. Talk to y'all next Excited. week. Excited. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>